Hey man, say man, it's the Greater Podcast. We're back in the 330 household. Hey, we, we got have a Sam. great guest with us here. Sorry, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back, guys. Friend of the show. Did you guys miss me now? Friend. It feels good to be back, though. Nah, it should be. Sometimes I feel like, you know, the guest that we normally have on when I'm not there, sometimes I feel like Subpar, I'm bro. being replaced. Nah. And they I get so enough. like sad when I'm listening to the podcast and everyone's laughing and enjoying. And I'm just like, damn, Whoa. maybe they don't need me it's after all. You laughing too, though, bro. Like, I be laughing. Definitely. Definitely. So nah, they didn't tell you about the auditions, right? Wow. So you guys had auditions. I mean, we thought about it. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Sam, wow. it ain't gonna you're irreplaceable. So, yeah. Either way, you know, I'm plotting on some things too. Oh, 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 he gonna replace all three of us. You Beyonce, yes. watch your back. Beyonce, Project 331. Hey, imagine, hey, <laughs> imagine a pod with just Sam, like <laughs> straight hour. That would hey, be funny, bro. Actually, I'd be thinking about it. I'd be thinking about starting my own pod. Oh, man. What man. you gonna call it? I don't know yet. We'll see. I, I said I'd be thinking about it. I actually thought about a side project pod, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, you I ain't gonna dish, dish out information. Is that the one you told me about? I think so, yeah. 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 Anyways, we'll guys, talk, bro. We'll let's talk. introduce you know ourselves. Let's My link, name is let's Moses. Build. Let's build. Link and build. Let's build. <laughs> you feel me? My name is Moses. You know, uh, yeah, Mo Legend, thanks, you know, also here at 1 to 330. Mm. You just had, you had to say all that. With a fresh cut. Okay. Yeah, man. Moses is cut. His today. melanin is really oh, shining. And guess what, y'all? He that didn't baby tip. oil. Ooh. I touched his forehead. I got thanks for introducing yourself, Gabe. <laughs> Remy, Remy why don't you go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Remy. And, you know, I'm sure you guys haven't missed my voice because I'll be here. Wow. wow. Thanks, guys. Hey, well, guys. Sam, you know, my name is Sam. I'll be out there doing things for the Lord. Be actually making useful things for my time. Um, are you saying this podcast wow. is useful? No, I'm not saying that it's not useful. But what I am saying when I'm not here, it's still I'm still doing something useful. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I'm still thanks serving for, the Lord. The I'm, Sam's I'm, body the Lord. is very guarded right now. I serve now. the Lord through this podcast. Crossed. You know what I'm saying? And I serve the Lord when I'm not on this podcast. You okay. know what I'm saying? Hey Sam, we so, appreciate you. Right. Right. You know, we, that's why I we appreciate you, Sam. We love you. I love you. Do you really love you? If nobody ever told you, I'm telling you, I love you. I think we need to actually start saying that a lot more. I feel like we don't hear it enough. So guys, we're about to go into. I love you, so I'm gonna start. Uh, Moses, I love you. Thank you for your life. Thanks, you know, I thank God for your life. Mm-hmm. Gabe, you know, I love you too. You Thanks. can smell a little funny. <laughs> Jesus. I couldn't wow. be sick. Wow. It's all household. Wow. I just kidding. I love Gabe. Wow. And Remy, I, Remy is just different, bro. But I, I love Remy. I'm toxic, bro. I don't love you. Wow. Sheesh. Well, <laughs> I love you all, guys. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Thanks everybody God. for listening to the last podcast with Olu and Impact Now. Mm. We got shout a lot. Of good responses, like some definitely of, a guy like good, put up yeah. a lot of good responses. I want to say, I want to actually give a shout out to one of the people that emailed us, yeah, uh, Tamara. That joint was heartfelt. Bro. Thank you so much yeah, for the email man. you sent us. Like praying for us. Thank I think you. I actually saw her yesterday, which mm. is crazy. Oh, you see, oh you know her? Right? Yeah, she goes to Destiny I Church. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. know. Don't yeah. put out any more of her. Yeah, no, that's, oh, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yo, that's all we go. That's all we go. Her license plate number. What does she look like? She has a she had a twin sister. So I don't know if that was sister. Dropping more information. That was her. and Tamara. Okay. Either way. Oh wow, true. Oh, um, is that what it is? Though? Nah, nah. Okay, I mean, that would be kind of weird if her name. Nah, shout out to her, man. She sent us one of the, you know, it was a it was a good in depth email with a yeah. bunch yeah, of paragraphs. Man. But we appreciate <laughs> every guy. Nah, no, we appreciate know, every single yeah, word. every single word. It's you know? messages like those that make me like still want to do this joint, bro. Yeah, Honestly. for real. Cause this young Brad getting us all together outside, outside of my boys, <laughs> talking about loving, nah. <laughs> outside of loving Sam to come she. and talk Remy to my guys me. every week. So, nah, she sent the, she said a lot of good things. Um, even yeah, just about the podcast, yeah. about impact, and 
um, how she's made, well, how she's looking at impact now. And um, we've received yeah. some more information or more response from a lot of people on that yeah. topic. A lot of people love having Olu on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy Olu always <laughs> dropping facts, bro. They nah, like his yeah. interview fashion. They, they, they felt like it was um, the way he administered the questions to yeah. us. Yeah. It was, was tough. So that's the first that's time we got to like sit back and somebody else kind of ran the pot. Yeah. <laughs> was they like, controlled Whoa. the flow and we kind of so, just answered. Yeah. But that joint was lit though. So nah, shout out to y'all. Um, we got our two year anniversary for the pod coming up soon. Whoa. What date? Sometime for in real? August. I forget the exact Sorry. date, but yeah, we Jeez. launched in August. Dang, bro. Slip. So last year we did a hundred dollar giveaway. We you are know, not a podcast though. Yes. We are yes. not. Remember that. This is we gonna remind y'all. This is yeah. one yeah. facet it's, of it's what just we that, do. This is all we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, life. <laughs> so but we got yeah. things in the works. We do. Two year anniversary means one thing. Very soon. We're gonna put the cash app in the description. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of cash app, there were a few people who actually sent us three dollars instead of sending three hundred thirty dollars. That was funny. Please, just somebody sent me. Somebody sent me, it, not partially thirty-three dollars and thirty cents, and I spent that joint, bro. Thank you for the candy. Wow, wow. Oh, this bro, guy I'm stole. Sorry, wow. no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm gonna give it back. This I'm gonna pay it back. The pot, bro. <laughs> part of, it's part of my salary. Hey, what you bro. mean? Wow. If wow. it's three hundred and thirty or three dollars and thirty cents, three hundred thirty thousand. Oh yeah, we'll they take that seeds. Too. Either way, you guys are sowing seeds, and we really appreciate the seeds that you're sowing. We appreciate. So, but you know, we would prefer you know larger seeds. Just kidding. Whatever the Lord places, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, everything is welcome. Whatever the Lord places on your heart, we really yeah. appreciate it. So. Yeah, bro. So, hey, and keep you on the lookout. We may do a, a two-year giveaway. Some, who knows? We will continue to pray that the Lord um, places on your heart a larger amount. Amen. Everywhere. Hey. Help but, us help you help us. <laughs> okay. Sheesh. Moving on to current events. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. That was a so, twister. Yeah. Some few, a few current events you want to shout out. Yeah, uh, Sam's beard is growing in. That's a current wow. event. Wow, it, it is, really? though, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, mean, I didn't know anyone else recognized Get that. a beard. Hey, I see you get a beard. We watching. What? One 2020 is my year, I think, officially. <sighs> Maybe. I'm, I know I wait, said what like was that bet ago. y'all had? You got the like didn't, didn't y'all have a bet about Sam's beard? Did we? It was, it was you and I, actually. What was the bet again? It was the, I think it was 2017 or 2018. You were saying your beard was not my beard before the end. I think of the, the year. secret, y'all, is, think... to, is to chin strap first. And yeah. then I've noticed that people who do Remy Moses, had strap Moses first. Jaw did that too. I did. Yeah. I had and this little stupid. I yeah, hate the chin strap though. I look like I had a helmet on. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. And, right. and then well, eventually I... the rest fills in. Mm. Yeah. Enough I'm sure our, our women listeners are just like, bro, I have no facial hair. Well, they're going to get these tips to right. tell us beard they know. Or no beard. Anyways, so. another current event. Rich Wilkerson stopped by Sunday service. Oh, what man, is Sunday Kanye. service one more so time? So Sunday service, if you haven't listened to our Sunday service episode, um, it's Kanye's... Uh, I don't want to say worship experience, but it's like Kanye's little. <laughs> it is his worship. People it's, be worshiping it's, him. I believe it's his ode like to that. to Jesus. Maybe yeah, I actually put I actually put um on my story once. He he had a, he actually had a definition for it. And he said it was just a place where people can come and make pure music without like you know all the little uh, things that are in hip hop now. Mm. I forget I forget exactly what he said, but mm. Rich Wilkerson made a stop there. Um, and you know how they revamp a whole bunch of gospel songs, have a choir and everything like that. Rich Wilkerson mm. is a pastor from Miami. Yeah, Blue yeah. yeah. Church, Church. E O U S. Pretty yeah. dope guy. His yeah. wife is cool too. Yeah, yeah. Really so he might have seen him in the Instagram streets. You know, right. you might have seen him on preachers and sneakers. You might have seen him in Winwood if you're from Miami. Yes, mm, I have a new Winwood, preachers though. and sneakers take, but I'm a, I'm gonna save it. All right, please. save it. This still I'm gonna be on it. this pod, right? I'm a, probably, I guess. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so Rich, Rich made a made a stop at Sunday service, and he, um, 
basically had like a little altar call moment. So I don't know if they've mm. brought in preachers before, but this is like the first time where there's actually been a video of an actual pastor. Yeah. They're uh, doing a, uh, I guess a sermon. It was about 10 minutes. But that man, bruh, he laid down the gospel in a way that, uh, bruh, it was made me want to get resaved, you know what I'm saying? But I get resaved every Sunday during mm. a little altar call. <laughs> but that Jones. A little altar call. Not a little altar call. Every altar call is big, Lord, you know. Right. Shout oh, out to Jesus. Right. But nah, so that joint was so good. Um, and a lot of the analogies that he gave, um, like, really made me think about how I share the gospel. And because he he laid it out in a way that who someone doesn't doesn't really walk. A lot of times when people would spread the gospel or teach the gospel, they lay it out in a way that's familiar to them within like their sphere of culture or Christianity. But the way he laid it out made it simple and um, digestible to anybody that's in the area. Kind of kind of setting the precedence of what they're doing. It's like, yo, we're not here just to catch a vibe, just to catch good moods and yeah. all that type of stuff, yeah. which is kind of what the president was there at that time, but he came in and kind of shifted the focus mm. and he shifted the focus to basically center around Jesus. And he said, this is not a good vibe that you're feeling. This is not um, just like a, a, a mood that you're feeling. This is actually the presence of God. Mm. And this is something that you have the opportunity to tap into right now. And he gave a whole bunch of, bunch of different, you know, analogies. And one that really stuck into me, stuck out to me was the one about belief versus trust. Mm -hmm. So he gave this, um, you know, analogy about a lot That's of people. That's really good because I've yeah. been thinking about that. A lot of people, it's easy to have faith. Yeah. But it's harder to trust God. That's, yeah. an, that's another thing. So, so he gave, <laughs> help us Lord, help us. So he gave the analogy uh, about like some famous tightroper um, and how the tightroper, I think it was across Niagara Falls or something like that, how he walked across Niagara Falls um, just himself and he made it to the other side and there was a big crowd of people there, of course. Um, people were hyping him up and then he said, um, how many of you guys believe that I could make it back to the other side? And everybody was cheering him up. He was like, yeah, we believe you. We, we, we know that you can do it. And then he said, uh, he had a wheelbarrow. He's like, how many of you are willing to get in the wheelbarrow with me and go to the other side? Where? And then everybody, of course, is like, uh, I don't know about that. And then he gave that analogy. Like, it's one thing to believe that God can do it, but it's one thing to trust that he can do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are believing in God right now, but their life is not showing that they're trusting him. Yeah, and, and, this is good. And, and losing complete control over your life and letting him... And trusting that he will take you to the other side um, when he takes complete control over your life. And I was like, dang. Yeah. And he said a, so good. a whole bunch of other stuff. It's but good. Yeah, because. That joint was like, bruh. Yeah. Faith versus trust or belief faith versus trust is a big deal, I think, to me because faith can fail you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times Christians have faith in things that Sorry. don't come to pass. Like, right. Whether, you know, it's an off thing or whatever, you know, like it wasn't in the will of God and it was just based off of a right. you know whatever desire yeah. or whatever but there are a lot of times that you just you believe or have faith for something yeah. it doesn't happen and, and I think fit. Christians yeah. just fall away from the faith and even in our culture yeah. today we've made faith like when you ask somebody do they have faith they automatically think do I believe in Jesus you know what I'm saying do I believe in God or whatever it may be right. but faith doesn't mean belief mm. it means trust you know what I'm saying right. and then um, I was actually at a Bible study we were just digesting and talking about that and then the actual definition of faith is to trust um, something wholeheartedly where belief is just knowing that something exists. Well, I even we, think I even think faith is more of the is is a seed that goes within trust. So like trust is the bigger umbrella. 
This is my personal opinion, though. But trust <laughs> is like the the bigger umbrella, and then mm. faith goes. But then you can go ahead with what you're saying. Nah, that's yeah. it. You know nah. what I'm saying? This you guy, this man gave up. Nah, nah, but like, I'm saying nah. that that joke made really made me like because hearing it that way convicts. I can see how it could have people thinking like, "Yo, I believe in God, but do I really trust Him?" Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that really. A lot. It, it made me look at myself like, dang, does my life show that I'm trusting God? Yeah. And the thing about it is, like, with your faith, um, basically your faith shows in your life by the way you trust Him with your life, and whether you trust Him little or whether whether you trust Him a lot, it shows in the way. Basically, you're either gonna attract people to God or throw them away from God with the amount of faith that you have. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like if you're somebody that has a lot of faith and you're really trusting God, I know being obedient to the plan that he has for you, it's going to look attractive. You know what I'm saying? It's going to look like, dang, God is doing something great in his life. You know, why does he have this much favor? Why is he never depressed? Well, not, I won't say that, but why is he like has so much joy? Why is he able to weather the storm and, and really not pay attention to it? Whereas somebody who may have little faith where it's just like, I just have belief in God. There's, storms coming left and right and then you're looking at him like yo doesn't he say he believes in god and has faith in him but he's not trusting so it's like yo if his life looks like that and he says he has faith i'm gonna go the opposite way Mm. and it kind of made me think about that and just like bro i went through a whole whirlwind of of thoughts with that joe but shout out to rich you know what i'm saying yeah i had a, a similar example of like i guess the belief versus trusting like someone close to me i guess they're going through like a transition period where they're just uh yeah, it's a transition period. I can't really go into detail, but right. some basically finances regarding that uh, situation weren't mm-hmm. going like according to plan, mm-hmm. and everything was good, and you, their faith was high, like they knew God was going to make a way. Yeah. But when things started looking a little like rocky, yeah, rocky, mm-hmm. it was like I don't even know if I have faith in this anymore. ABC, and like <clears throat> this person I'm close to, like um, I've helped them out financially before, and then I said, okay, I'm going to help you out like right. at a later date, and then. Um, when they were talking to me about how their faith was wavering, I was like, okay, so why do you trust that I'm going to help you financially if I haven't given you the money yet? Right. Yeah, and they said, because you've done it before. Mm. And I'm like, okay, oh, so has God said. ever Jeez. blessed you financially before? <laughs> and they just started looking at me. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, so That's the question. let's kind of sit down and see why you may have more faith and trust in me. And then the guy who's done way more for you than I could ever do hey, for you. Hey, you know so, yeah. But like I was trying not to be hard on them because it's like so good. You know, so that's, that's, that's so good. good. Try not to be hard. Good, on them. No, no, because I because you know how sometimes I could come off because like that <laughs> the way that came off was like real, you know, chill. That's but, chill, bro. Yeah, because it's like I don't want you to feel like okay, Remy's here, right? Because he said this. Where did it's you gonna get it happen? From? That's what I'm right. saying. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, it's it's. I want you to know that just because this didn't work out, because things aren't going to work out with me either. Like right. I'm, just, I'm still a man. Like God forbid something can happen happen to me, and I won't have the means to help you. Yeah. So yeah. having faith, literally, even if it's looking rocky, like Gabe said, you you kind of just got to keep pushing because a door can open. Right. And lo and behold, like a month later, like the door that she didn't think would open would open. And I just like sent an emoji. I was like, okay, so how uh-huh. we feel now? Right. Mm. right. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. People don't be wanting to wait for God, man. I mean, at but the end of the day, I think trust comes with relationship. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, you Definitely. gotta think about all the friends that you have now. And it's just like, yeah, that friend may have let you down a few times. Or, I mean, not necessarily being, well, I would say yes, because humans, they will let you down. But when it comes to, like, the relationship that you have with God, it's never him letting you down. It's more so just timing. Yeah. So it's just, like, kind of looking at the relationship where it's just like, although this thing may not have happened at the time that I wanted to, although I'm facing um, adversity, doesn't necessarily mean that 
um, God is not with me, but it's more so just timing and obviously just yeah. trying to develop a trust. It's hard, you know. What I'm, saying? I'm not gonna yeah, fake like hard. it's it's easy, but it's just like you do sometimes have to remind yourself of the different ways the Lord has came through in the past when you were in deeper financial issues yeah, or yeah. whether it was your health or whether it's something going on with yeah. your family, like whatever yeah. that thing Emotions. is. Like I God think, is a consistent God. Yeah, you know what I, see, so. I see a lot of people when it comes to the faith. Because you know how they use everyone, the metaphor God opens doors is like big in Christianity. Yeah. So like I see some people who are afraid to even walk through a door because they think what's on the other side is just an L. And it's like, mm. if you're not even willing to walk through that door because maybe you might not have the money or you might not have the skill set or you might not have some type of resource right. that will put you in that room. You don't know if somebody's standing right outside, right behind that door, right. like here's mm. the money you need. Yeah. Right. Or here is the skill or the person that you needed to talk to Precisely. right before that you felt like you needed to talk to before you opened the door. They're mm-hmm. right there. And I mm-hmm. think that's that that resembles people trusting in themselves. Okay, yeah, when yeah. I get through Having that, control over right, everything. When I get yeah. through that door, will I be able to handle it? It's yeah. like, nah, I mean, you didn't open the door for yourself. That's what I'm you saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't, you know, do those things. So why not trust that when the door is open and you walk through it, right? That you know you'd be able to have. Yeah, God yeah. will bring somebody or something to assist you or something yeah. of that nature. You know, I whatever. Think, I was gonna say, like, if, for the biggest thing with faith comes down. When I think about it, is um, trusting that God is good and trusting that He's sovereign. Yeah, um, and by sovereign meaning like He's just and He 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 looks out for His children. And it also just goes to control, um, like losing control over your life. And I think that's where it, a lot of people are hindered as well because a human nature, we want to have control over everything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We want to know exactly A, B, C, what's going to happen. That's me, bro. All that type of stuff. But it's like, bruh, uh, being, because control is comfortable. Yeah, and once yeah. you lose control of things, it's uncomfortable. But it says like um, uh, uh, you want to have fruit that's been tested. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And when you have fruit that's been tested, that's where you yeah. see the benefits of it on the other side. Yeah. So yeah. literally, like if you're controlling your life, bro, it's an so, L. You that control thing. That's so and I'm preaching to myself because, so much, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it says when you when your life looks comfortable and it looks like you know what's happening and you have A B C plan step, you need to check it because yeah. mm-hmm. there's literally no God moment. You're not allowing mm-hmm. room for God to do anything in it. But mm-hmm. all that comes with faith and, and losing control because when you lose control, you actually gain life. I'm and, sure, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to um, putting their securities in like finances. Oh, yeah. Remember when we was having that bro. chat? And then I was yeah. saying, like, I still got debt. And they're like, bro, but you saved money. It's like I, that security and just yeah. f- feeling secure because right. you think that you have this amount of money saved. When it could all be That's taken right. from you. In a it's very, second. In a second, it could bro. all be in gone. And and I know myself, <laughs> as well as many other people, <laughs> can relate to, like, I can get feelings, bread, financial dog. security. I and I think the last thing I would just say is just yeah. learning to trust God at the beginning of every process and not just... At the end, towards when you, you know, to, towards the end of the process, when you're like running out of ideas, there's nowhere yeah. else to go. It's yeah, just like, now nah, I'm gonna trust God. Only. Yeah, when it's hard, it's just like, no, yeah. bro, I'm gonna trust you from the beginning. Yeah. So, I'm going yeah. off what uh, Gabe said about Equifax. Hey, look, so I don't know if everybody's said, but Equifax had like a data breach where a lot of people's information was lost in the sauce due to whatever reasons. Everyone, Google Equifax. Um, oh, they're not, articles. they're not doing the uh, 125 anymore. For real? I'm gonna let you finish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you should, if you look up your social security number, you could check to see if you were part of that data breach. Right. They were giving out checks to people 
Um, they were offering up either a check or like free credit reports for a certain amount so, of time. I don't know, this if you were taking, yeah, so, but a lot of people got to. The, I got to the, my bag. Right. I got that. Yeah, yeah, I got nah, that. Right. Hey, my security. Twenty five dollars. But um, just it's make okay. sure your stuff isn't compromised, okay. and if it is, take the proper steps to protect. Yeah, so your essentially, they were giving money for people people who are affected by the breach. Yeah. How many hours it took for you to like restabilize your, your life, or yeah, you know, like your if somebody you know thieved or took money from you or anything yeah. like that, you could put how you could log how many hours right. it took you to whatever, and they would give you like twenty an hour or something like that. Something crazy. Plus the one twenty five, but wow. apparently they've shut down the option to get the one twenty five and are only offering credit. Monitoring services yeah. for free. So, so many so, people they realize like, dang, bro, yeah, a lot of people yeah. that got hip to this, right? Shit. And it was interesting because I think it was Elizabeth Warren who's running for president mm. who brought it up and said big companies shouldn't be able to do stuff like that to turn off an option like that or whatever, mm, like boy. because yeah. of the fact that they wronged people yeah. by yeah. having their data not you people know should, people um, should have the choice right their security not because you can you can already have credit monitoring elsewhere right yeah I mean. Well, shout out to everybody who got day 125. If you it's didn't, you're low. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to faith, ask yourself, do you just believe in God or do you believe and trust him? Stamp. Moving ah. on to the, the next. Ah. Wow. Speaking oh. of. Speaking ah. of. Oh, wow. We'll keep this quick. You know, We're here. In light of uh, what's been happening recently, our good friend Chance the Rapper <laughs> is married, my, as we all may right know, now. and dropped right. an album about his wife. Tis, tis, tis. It, was, it wasn't about his it wife. Wasn't even it was about album. the wedding, the big day. Moses is saying that sarcastically, uh, if you couldn't tell. Um, but yeah, nah. Somebody said- A lot of the content is just, I'm married. It was very long. wife. Like marriage. <laughs> It's just hey, wow. it's very marriage so, but, is a beautiful thing. Don't let Remy make you. Wait, shit. I said it's long. <laughs> it is long, but it, <laughs> it is long. It can be. It can be both. Your body language. Throw some energy on that. Throw some energy on that when you say that. Right. Bro. It's long. Right. So like, chance, somebody, somebody tweeted. Uh, happy about marriage, man. Yeah, clearly. Somebody, clearly. Somebody tweeted. Chance makes music for youth pastors. <laughs> for black wow. millennial, black millennial youth pastors. All right, but how do y'all feel about the album? Man, nah. Nah, it I, just, out of I think 10. it was really it was really singy, uh, and not the right. You kind know, of Gabe singy. is the hardest critic. No, no, no. I mean, I like know was hip hop kids block, bro. Yeah, it sounded wow. like Kitty. A lot of the a lot of the beats were really. You gonna light catch some of them joints on the next playful. Disney Channel movie, bro? Like, yeah, that's it. Just it, I mean, for me, nah. I hey, just chance. I thought 10, it was decent. You know what I'm saying? Out of ten, I'm giving it a <laughs> six. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call the joint trash. No, no, no. For the day, it's it's his worst album to me. But it is, and it's his first album. Surprise! His, so his, his, his worst project. His worst project. Yeah. I saw like I saw uh, somebody on an Insta story like, um, you know how people would do like memes where it's some trash. Da, da, da. I saw somebody yeah. on Insta. It was like a CD, and then they were sweeping it into a dustbin. Wow, that's kind of OC. And I didn't even. I was like, <laughs> not I ain't mad at it. It's I mean, not that bad. Ain't bad <laughs> His joke wasn't that bad to uh, me. Uh, I saw. I had some songs. Moses is from Oco. It was bad. Moses is from Montgomery County, so the music they listen to out there is different. But not out of ten, I'm falling in line with Gabe. Five point five six. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm probably gonna give it a six point five, but that'll be a nice. I only had there was a there. I like Chance, man. I think I'm just looking at the songs that I like. The only reason I'm giving that joint a 5.5 is because there were bars here and there. Yeah, so yeah. They were He's definitely bars. And because it's just... it was about God and marriage, you got to... <laughs> nah, all the tracks were <laughs> about themes. God, bro. Nah, nah it was some really. cool yeah, joints. Yeah, yeah. It was, was said, definitely some cool joints on there, but... Man said his wife became celibate. So... Bing, bing, bing. Booga, booga, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do y'all feel like this, this album contradicts his faith? Contradicts? No. no. His beliefs. 
No. Is it because it he falls in line with it? It's the content. What's the content? Some see, of that like, stuff was sexual, wild. Like though. the what's her name? Something stallion. Who Meg? What did he do? Oh, Meg. But he has it on track. his album though. Eh. So he's he's basically it's like he's agreeing. Not necessarily. I guess you could say he's like, like agreeing with the here. content. I like what you're going. But I disagree. But I disagree. I don't. I disagree. Yeah. Because it's like if I if I bring somebody on my project for their mm. talents and they and I I try to box them in. Mm. It's, ba- it's so chances just be like, all right, you are to this for me as a whole. So don't even be in my project. It's more so just like I know the but type of know, music. Yeah. yeah, I know the type of music that this person makes. I know the type of music that I am trying to make the message that I'm trying to get across. Sure. I'm well, not gonna now reach out to do you think he right. failed in delivering that message though? It no. depends on the track. It depends on a certain I, song. I'm talking about the body of work, though. If he didn't fail in delivering I feel like that if message, I, I feel like if I was listening to, to that album, I wouldn't necessarily know if this person is a believer or not. I mean, I don't think Chance's Chance's uh, platform is really uh, one of you know, like I'm Christian. I'm, I mean, not I, that. Not, but no, no, definitely, I'm, definitely, he expresses that he's Christian. You know what I'm saying? But it's not to uh, directly project gospel, like. Mm gospel music or yeah. contemporary Christian music. Mm. And I think his is more liberal in a sense. Now, if you're asking me if Jesus would allow somebody who wasn't who was a sinner per se to get on the not pulpit. saying Meg is a sinner or anything like that. Yeah. Meg is cool, whatever. Mm. Meg got a whole summer movement. She's not my cup of tea. She's not nah. Yeah. Oh she started oh, that's her. Yeah. I just oh, learned with Jada the boat means like Curry. <laughs> Oh, that's what the young girls are doing now. Hot y'all, girl? Did y'all know that drive the boat actually does not mean drive the boat? Nah, it actually yeah. it's the it's, the it's like thing. taking something to the head. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I was at my man's I mean, gender reveal. Guys, we're not that. It old. was like we about to drive the boat. I said, wait, what? She saw. I was like, wait, nah. that's what it means. Yeah, nah, the it's, boat is out of touch. But like, I mean, I can I can see what I can definitely see what Sam's saying. That may uh may she you know she. I mean, the baby was on that joint, Kirkin too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just the thing is, I see. Where he's going as well. I just don't know if I all the way agree. I don't. Yeah, I'm still thinking. I'm still well, not thinking, but I'm still articulating my thoughts. Yeah, I'm okay with him having those 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 features, other artists on the album because I I know the the realm of his music. Yeah, is where it is. I'm mm. not, you know, like if somebody wants to persecute me or correct me, they can feel free to do so. <laughs> uh, Project the Thirty has a DM at so, B L U E I D E. So yeah, but as Blue far G as Day, chance thirty. but if if like, let me not use Kirk Franklin. If like uh-huh. Fred Hammond, you know what I'm saying. Had I mean, Tasha Cobbs brought out Nicki. That's what I say. We just yeah. Know. Did we talk about that? What was the perception back then? I can't even. With the race because, with China, because the con- <laughs> I think the, people still felt a way about Nicki being on that joint, but I think because the content, the content was, was, yeah, was yeah. it was tailored it, to the album. It was true. although it was Nicki Minaj. That's what I'm saying. So it I was. feel like in that regard, so basically, Chance not, should be like because Meg was saying you, some but wild things. You gotta be in this box. I think it just all the like I said, it all depends on Meg the type of music Everyone, everyone's intention. Really like the, song, the song was one of a raunchy song though. That was the intent of the song. Baby, I look good. I look handsome. Mm. I can't even remember. The just song. I think it was. <laughs> it was that young. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't even that but good. They got on that discussion. joint and changed the whole. Yeah, I'm not. You know that song could have been like you know chill 
But once she got on that John S. John E. Yeah. Ex- more explicit, I said, yeah. dang. Yeah. I was like, it's some good Disney Channel radio music, and then it just <laughs> turned out. <laughs> For real, HBO but it's like. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but so what you like get? Six. 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 Five point five. Five point five. I said five. 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 I give Jeez. it. I give it a six. six. I give it a six. I give it a six. I give it a six. Anyways, we have one more current topic. Y'all want to uh, talk about Lion King? Well, nah, we have. I haven't sorry, seen. Not all of us have seen this. So the one so topic. Straight. Yeah. Let us yeah. know y'all thoughts about that because I have some thoughts, boy. It's straight. Maybe we should say this topic for later: the kiss and dating goodbye jump. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. Not, let's say yeah, it for later. We'll, we'll, for we'll later. have another. We'll have another. Uh. Well, I don't know if we do a whole pod on it. Nah, we'll touch on it. We'll touch on it doom, later. Doom, doom. Um, but go ahead, read up on it. Anyways, we're gonna dive into the topic for this week's episode. Oh, what's on your mind though? Oh, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? Dang. What's been on your mind? What's we kind of did mind? it with that Faith Jones, low key. Not stamp. But if anybody, so if you don't know, what's on your mind is a new segment that we. I guess we just named what's on your mind. I mean, that's what um, Moses named it. He's leading. Uh, that just came to my thought. Um, but yeah, so anything. Anyways, this anything title that's been to be speaking determined. to you, yeah, title to be determined. Uh, <laughs> like I'm right. Anything that's speaking to you through a sermon or a verse or anything like that, um, everybody's gonna go around and just say something that's been on their heart or on their mind, uh, and we're gonna get to the topic. I got something. Uh, I don't have a scripture that directly goes in with it, but um, shout out to Destiny Church, the Catalyst that was uh, this past uh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was fire, bro. Yeah. But um, yeah. Pastor Steven, I think. I've been more so thinking about the um he was talking about basically reaping what you sow mm-hmm. and how people um like everything you do uh, it sow seeds your actions yeah. like if you have children the act basically what you how you foster them up just certain actions everything you do legacy and, yeah legacy yeah. they were talking about legacy as well and um a lot of people just think okay think of that in like a micro sense where it's right. like okay if I study for this test I'll pass that test but it's like you know if you do something in 2019 that seed could be uh uh reaped like in 2027 and yeah. you just don't know certain inter- know. certain small interactions if i meet somebody today i don't know if that small interaction right. with them will manifest into something greater five years right. down the line when right. I, I see them somewhere and i'm like hey you know right. this person da, 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 da. and i think that just kind of um in the back of my head just uh prompted me to like monitor everything I do how yeah, I come off my impressions like yeah. the discipline I build now how I move as a man how I treat my girl everything because Shout these the small wifey. little things these small little things I'm doing in 2019 you don't really know what will come of it in 2023 2024 right. and it makes me think about um LeBron like LeBron <laughs> brought his, his, his friends with him on his journey right mm-hmm. but his mm-hmm. friends didn't know that he would be who he was yeah and he didn't know that his friends would steward the Bruh. him bringing him with them yeah. the way they have. He so made his friends moguls, right? So basically, uh, Rich Paul, Maverick Carter, Maverick Carter. He does a lot of things. I don't know that he does one thing, but he's yeah. executive producer here and there. And he's like a, a, he's a media of... mogul and like a sports based. I don't want to say a sports mogul, but he's just super connected, yeah. right? Rich so, Paul is like an a one agent, right? And Rich Paul is an agent to many athletes yeah. under LeBron's clutch um, sports, clutch sports or whatever. So it's just and Rich Paul has been at the foot of a lot of deals for a lot of big a lot. stars. He's made a lot of players money. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's just really dope because you wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have known growing up that yeah. this would be the thing or LeBron didn't know that when he gave, because yeah. I'm sure a lot of other guys 
yeah. may have given them friends opportunities and mm, did, yeah. they didn't handle it the yeah. way they were. And not even to did. turn this into a, like a LeBron appreciation podcast. I but mean, even, hey, you even know, those Taco kids. Taco Like So basically his son plays for AAU team and like, um, he has teammates that uh, some some of them's fathers ooh, aren't in their yeah. life, mm. and a lot of people felt like LeBron coming to the games and just Legacy. acting out was a distraction. Yeah. But some of these kids that he talked to, love like him. they love him, he and the fact that the fact that he speak, he told one kid like, "I hope I'm still in the league when you get here," and that kid like broke down Crying, in tears. That yeah, one yeah. moment could be the difference between him like not achieving that dream in the right, NBA right. but him having the motivation because one of the greatest guys thinks you have the potential right, to do that right. that's life changing that seed sold in 2019 he's what 15 years old right, let's yeah. say 3 4 years from now that will manifest he could say that on an interview he could become one of the greatest players say that in an interview and you know LeBron kind of just giving that you know but that's those are small versions of pretty much what yeah. Remy was expounding on as far as like Sowing seeds for today and not seeing because yeah. a lot of people want their seeds to microwave generation. Not, I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? They, they want, want popcorn. <laughs> right. We not making popcorn. I mean, popcorn is good treat, though. You know what I'm saying? The sweet kettle corn joint. All right. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Like we were saying you're right. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But pretty much, um, nah. It's just it's a lot of times where seeds that you sow. You know, you may you may sow a seed or financial seed or something like that, and a lot of people want it to show up on the next paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. You know, or all guilty of it. you know, or I'm, I'm looking for a job, so I'm gonna give a, a monstrous offering, you know, and it, it may not hit. It's like, bro, you're not paying for a job. Like, that's not how this works, bro. <laughs> right? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, like sometimes you get your seed a little yeah. later, you know. And then the biggest thing, I, yeah. I was also at Catalyst, um, and the biggest thing was to always keep planting seeds. Yeah. So when you yeah. when you when you sow a seed, like don't expect for it to to reap. Don't expect for you to reap. In reap the, the harvest next, of it. Yeah, yeah reap the harvest yeah. of it like yeah. tomorrow. But continue to plant seeds, continue to keep doing what God's called you to do. So being right. steadfast. Yeah. Obedience. Yeah, being steadfast. So and that's gonna I mean, you're gonna be doing things you don't want to do while yeah. your harvest is coming. Right. But mm-hmm. never stay stagnant. Never like forget about the seed that you that you planted, but also keep throwing seeds in different um areas as well. So that's what stuck out to me. Yeah. It made me more aware that I need to be aware of what my life is right now uh, or where my life is right now and be steadfast in that because through that steadfastness or through that um, consistency and diligence, then the harvest will be reaped later on. And then I think one of the biggest things is, uh, I don't want to, well, being your best self in the sense where every impression you have with somebody, whether it's a small gesture, like a thank you or intentional time with people saying, so you could have one small interaction with somebody. They don't even know you. And then just because you were so endearing and and welcoming to them next, if if they had anything for you, they they, they could have no idea what your skill set is, what you're capable of doing, but because you interacted with them and um, put yourself out there, it could turn into something. I have a a story on that. Oh, and so basically at work, uh, we have like a receptionist, my man. Um, so like I always say what's up to him like every time before I go to, I work out during lunch. So I go get a snack and he's always there. I always say what's up. And then one day, one day this week, he was like, you know, Moses, you know what I, why I F with you? You know, he ain't, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't judge. Like, we don't judge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, you know what I F with you? I was like, nah, what's up? He's like, you always make an effort to say what's up to me. Like, say hi. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's other people that just look me dead in my face and just keep walking, but you make an effort to, like, mm-hmm. say what's up mm-hmm. every time. And I was it like, dang. Something. 
Yeah. I was like, that's dang. That's wild, bro. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've been taught, like, always acknowledge people, like, no matter yeah. what, Definitely. where they are, or yeah. whatever it may be. And um, a lot of times, people reach out to me, um, not to say, like, I've reached it in my career, whatever it may be, but the name of where I work, a lot of people reach out, like, how do you, how can I get in the door? Yeah. Um, and the only thing I really tell them is, like, bro, the way you treat people and the work that you do for them goes way longer than what your resume or whatever it may go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, the biggest things. And it kind of um, encouraged me to hear that from him because it's like I need to continue to plant so seeds of treating people well yeah. um, and, and just acknowledging people and showing them love through just a simple hire or whatever it may be and and that joint like it probably touched me more than it did him that made right. me start thinking like dang uh-huh. I need to be I, it shows you I, the impact yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. I mean what stood out to me in that message was more so the legacy aspect of it yeah. and it was definitely talking about um, just sowing seeds that Basically, your children will be able to reprim. Yeah. Um, and that's huge. I mean, that's a part of legacy. And I think for me, it's just always thinking about um, how do I create things that are bigger than myself that can still have an impact yeah. on the lives of people, even if I'm All not right. here. That's good. So, like, I'm thinking about, like, musicians, you know, like, music artists who passed away. But depending on the content of your song, like, your music can really resonate with people for, yeah. for yeah. generations and generations yeah. to come. Or if you provide even a service if, or you make a product. personality. Sorry yeah. to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. If you think about Nipsey or Mac, mm-hmm. Mac Miller, um, their personalities outside of their music even. Right. Yeah, like yeah. people loved Mac Miller, you know what I'm right. saying? I, and I don't even necessarily, when people still talk about Mac Miller today, I don't know that we have conversations about their music, his mm, music. It's the interviews, but, it's how many people he yeah. was like. Yeah, yeah a lot of, of all the artists that he was really cool with or yeah. Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? The kind of image of a man that he gave mm. to people with, you know, his kids and stuff like that, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, you good, you good. Um, then nah, I lost my train of thought. Legacy, um, kids. But yeah, so it's just like if, if, whether it's like <laughs> kids, forgot. Whether it's like you know providing a service or providing a yeah. product, like for example, Hope sleep, yo. you know, like <laughs> like Steve Jobs, like you know what I'm saying, like he's no longer here on the earth, but it's like his products right. are still right. affecting the yeah. the lives of so many people. So many people. You know good saying? and so, in the bad. The good and the bad. So it's just like, I'm just thinking about, okay, what is right. going to be that good thing for me? Like, how do I, how do I, <laughs> I need to start thinking about um, the future and thinking about like my children also and them yeah. actually reaping from all the seeds that my wife and I are sowing now. Yeah. Um, you know, so they'll be straight. It's crazy, man. At my office, people know me because of hope. Like, mm-hmm. I guess when I first mm-hmm. came, his they, daughter hope. They, you know? right. Because, right. Yeah, you got <laughs> right. Like, I'm a, he's a, nah, he's anyways, a I was about to say, uh, anyway, freak. <laughs> I was about to sing uh, Hope the Anthem word? by uh, oh my William Matthews. Anyways, but, but nah, right. right. So look it up. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I'm, I'll be in the office and they'd be like, oh man, like your daughter, da, 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 whatever. And I'll be like, dang, like, you know, just on the elevator about randomly. Me? I'm just thinking, like, like, I'm getting the check. She's preceded me mm, because yeah. her picture, I guess, like they have a newsletter or whatever mm-hmm. and they include her picture or whatever. So people, That's you know, like, That's dope. yeah, now people will know her name and stuff. I'm yeah. like, dang, we ain't even have a conversation, but okay. You right. know, like, That's Hope's That's, dad over there. You know, right. right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, re- it's really dope to, yeah. you know, yeah. see how your future and your legacy can really yeah. um, precede yeah. you. I mean, me, for me, my, my thought, oh, were you about to say something? Uh, I was, was going to say something just real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, and one part of that uh, message about legacy, bro, like, I didn't realize how many, like, generational curses yeah. are, like, yeah. broken with, or things well, are changed with us. You know what's funny? Well, Before you, my bad, I cut you off. You go, you so I, I forget who, what quote it was, um, where it was talking about, uh, I think it was Chris Dorso, yeah. one of the pastors. He said, there's not really, um, 
no, there's no such thing as general generational curses, but more so bad behaviors that have been passed passed down. Yeah, down. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily getting rid of generational curses, but more so correcting behaviors. Uh, so yeah, that like don't that. touch me. I like me. that more. I like that more. I know. think the behaviors fit in the curses. Yeah. Some well, of the joints be curses. Well, bro. you know, yeah. Because sometimes it's a disease. You know what I'm saying? That's very Oh, true. everybody in the family has had uh, diabetes ABC. since. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, family I mean, diabetes is a behavioral, it could be a behavioral <laughs> That's thing. That's not a behavioral thing. So in some it cases. Be, it could be a bad, genetic Bad habits can create diabetes, though. No, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, it could be a genetic thing, too. It can. It can. Yeah, high blood, blood pressure to it. High blood pressure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if in most cases, let me not say that. Just go ahead, man. Sky, I think giving up easily. I think a lot of no, us. I was going to make a, was to make a general. Podcast, you talking about? <laughs> I was about to make a general <laughs> statement, which wasn't wouldn't be good. Look, oh, okay. but I, I think uh, a lot of us neglect okay. the fact that just simply graduating from college and being the first person to do that yeah, in your family is huge. Deal. Like clearing debt, like because I know for me that's that's one big thing with me, and like yeah. I want to be the first one to say like I I owe nobody nothing, and like mm. I want to like own you land, get there. own properties <sighs> that just Bruh. I can. Cause like you know how <laughs> you know how people outside of our community sometimes inherit like land, inherit probably yeah, inherit. Yeah. Land. I want to be the one to be like, all right, this grandchild gets this, this grandchild. Like I want to be the one like when I pass away, there's something that somebody can take. Yeah, and be like this is ours. Like you cannot yeah. take this from me. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 one thing that I'm working and striving to build, and as well as not neglecting the behaviors I'm doing now. That are getting rid of that because like certain things with like fathers and their behaviors mm. towards mothers yeah. and stuff like that. You don't you want to be the last one to right. just be like, all right, I'm I'm gonna stop this here. One thing that convicted me, sorry Moses. Nah, one thing good. that convicted me, the pastor that preached about legacy, he was basically like naming a lot of brands that the name of the brand is after oh. the family's oh, yeah, last yeah, that name. That was a good point. And he was just like a lot of us are like buying into these brands, but we're not like investing into our own families. Mm. I was just like, yeah. dang. He was like saying, look at the goose on, but what yeah, about? He was listing all Bruh. the brands that yeah. have like. Oh, so like Sam's Club, Hennessy, Walmart, Rolls Royce, Hennessy, Rolls Royce. So you gonna walk in a Rolls Royce, buy a car to show um, it off to the, your broke family, right? Oh and you God. wearing somebody else's name to show that you're rich to a family that's broke. I looked at myself. <laughs> I looked at myself. I said, like, "What I got on right now?" ASOS. Hey, don't nobody name him that ASOS. As far as we know, we don't know, bro. Right. So yeah. you know, it but it's be. just like I'm now. I'm just thinking about okay, cool. Like even if it's not necessarily a clothing brand, like how can people buy into your family, whatever that yeah. thing is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, bro. New two brand boy. Hey, yeah, brand that quick, before we get into yeah, the I just had, I just had a verse, a verse, uh, <laughs> a verse that that kind of struck me during the week or whatever. Um, and it randomly came up on my phone. I didn't find it. Um, but this guy's blowing me. Um, but it says it's Isaiah twelve two. Um, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Um, and so <laughs> NLT boy, <laughs> you know. Um, but it says, "See, God has come to save me. I will trust in Him and not be afraid." The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. And I just thought it was it was really it was a big deal for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I just I thought it was it was very poetic and it was very meaningful. It just sounded like something, you know, like we say in a prayer or something like yeah. that. Like it it was like see God, you know, God has come to save me. Yeah. It just sounds like my father has come to get me, you know, yeah. like me. I don't know. It was that me really stuck out to me. You know what I'm saying? So mm, me, me, it me, was me, just me, me, me. Anyway, so it's, and then it says, I will trust in him and not be afraid. Mm. So, you know, that's a two step. Trust. Thing, you know what I'm saying? I will trust. 
and then I won't be afraid after I trust. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just won't be afraid you know, after I trust. Just pay attention. You know what I'm saying? So then it says, then Yeesh. proclaiming the Lord God is my strength and my song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just mm. think about your song. Yeah. All right, cool. Anyway, you know you good when you can make the, the chill bars like sound hard. <laughs> hey, I will trust and not afraid. This guy is blowing me. Anyways, so then the last joint says he is after all of that. It's like he has given me victory. You know, so hey, it's just it's, it's off that, of the song. You know, it what caps saying? it all off, bro. Some anyways, of some of y'all song is real. Good. Oh my god! It's wow. bang, but no. Um, so wow, 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 you know wow. Isaiah twelve cool, two. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it sounds lit in other translations. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that word, man. Hey, word, appreciate man. it. We just have a separate segment, separate segment where Gabe just you know deliver that word. <laughs> Will it be yeah. me? It'll be everybody else. That's no, gonna be you. You gonna you know, everybody, everybody prep your Bastard. message. Now, you know anyway, so I mean, as you can see, this episode is very much conversational. Yeah. Um, mm. A lot of it is actually tying into what we're going to be talking about in this episode. You know. For 43 minutes in yeah. but you know everything we said before is it's great relevant. if you stuck with us this long yeah uh, buckle yes. up it's about to be a long yeah ride. so this week's topic <laughs> is priorities in your 20s right what does so, it look like what are the expectations versus reality pressures. yeah and what should we really be prioritizing mm. in our 20s so Jeez. 20s you know so 19 seeds. 20 21 yes, 22 all the way to 29 and 30 yeah. 31 32 so you know. the way that this conversation this this is a topic that stemmed through a conversation we had in our podcast or in our group know. chat yeah yeah Primarily between Remy and Gabe. Yeah. Y'all want to provide oh. more context? <laughs> we going to get into how that. Did it, how did, I think it was, it was, it was about traveling. Thing? It was a traveling thing. thing. Yeah, me yeah. and Remy got into a discussion. Yeah, you know, we, me and Gabe got into our discussion. <laughs> fellowship. Intense <laughs> fellowship. Intense real fellowship. hard. Nah. I was like, how you got it, bro? <laughs> we were arguing about... Uh, intense fellowship, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> we were fellowship regarding traveling yeah. and how much of a priority it is to yeah. each other. You know what I'm saying? So, like, individually, him and me. And then, you know, he was just like... I prefer to travel X amount of times a year because there might have been a bis- bit of miscommunication on my message. Oh, okay, maybe because yeah. I did say I, I'm, I'm I positioned it as I think everyone should travel at least twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. Like not even like a desire. I think everyone should. Obviously, it's a luxury, but right. that's what I believe. Like in a perfect world, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. And I was kind of illustrating that as far as my my way to fulfill experience. So you know, like people have materialistic desires and then yeah. you have experience so materialistic consumerism is, right material shout out oh <laughs> materialistic <laughs> desires like oh, oh i want to buy some new shoes mm-hmm. oh yeah. i want to buy a new coat new clothes yeah. whatever experience is like i want to go to this concert i want to travel right i want to play video games whatever you know what i'm saying yeah. like those things and so i was just kind of saying like yeah for me my like traveling isn't at the top of my experience yeah. desire list and so then we got you know we all four got into a, a longer conversation about like it was more so about traveling, but then it kind of came to the point of like, like how a much lot of people it, are pressured. Yeah. Uh, what other things do we feel? Yeah. What other things do people our age feel like they need to do? Like yeah. Basically, a lot yeah. of people, basically, like in terms of priorities, um, there's a lot of expectations on basically through like social media or like our peers that there's an expectation that a lot of people prioritize in traveling or doing yeah. this or doing that. Based off of highlights. Based off of yeah. highlights. Yeah. Um, so we actually um, put out a question on Instagram where we basically asked people what are the top, I forget the exact question it was. What uh, are some pressure, some societal pressures yeah. that you're facing in your or 20s. Right. In your 20s. So yeah. what we, what we kind of want to do is talk about those pressures, whether it be like travel, whatever, marriage, whatever it may be, and then talk yeah. about um, what are some of the things that should be prioritized in the 20s as well yeah. as how 
what our prioritization looks like in our 20s. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we can go ahead and kick it off with the marriage. I think marriage is one of the biggest that ones. That was the hugest one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think everybody was, I heard that yeah. everybody said marriage. And and one thing I'll, I think I'll illustrate is I think a lot of our pressures are have been... Community-based? Well, there's that. And I think the issue is that some people ha- on a grand scale have been successful at doing certain things at a young age. So now it seems like to everybody else that it's easy to do that thing. You yeah. know, like marriage or getting rich which we'll get into having a That'll extremely in-depth but as far as marriage you know what i'm saying like i think being married is not chill you know well, what I'm saying? let me like, let me ask you did any we have two married guys on the pod you know right, what i'm saying did yeah. any of y'all feel pressured to get married i always thought i would get married young yeah, that boy. Since I, I never thought him. I would get Since married. Since I met him. When I was 18, I wanted, to get, I wanted to get married by 24. I wanted to be married by 24, yeah. Yeah, he was wild. See, that was me. I think. <laughs> I didn't actually have an ideal time of when I wanted to be married, but I just knew but that was it wasn't going to be as young as I got married. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't. And you got married at what age? I got married at 25. Mm. Ooh, young. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be 25. Still alive. I'm joking. And I feel like it's interesting. It's interesting because I feel like, I feel like there's a certain, there's a, there's a generational like the generation before us there's a certain kind of approval and comparison that would come for people like me and Sam mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because of the fact that we pursued marriage at the age that we pursued it they be calling y'all correct guys I'm like right. so I'm incorrect and, you know right. what I'm saying like, like, what's shit. like what yeah you know and it's just like wait nah I mean this was out of my own desire right, right. I, I ended up finding somebody that I wanted to do the process with right and stuff like that so, and some people don't have that and people, yeah, yeah, some we, people really don't well, let me. People really don't understand the selection process, and like, because <laughs> yeah, I, I have friends. I, I was asking my friends, uh, female friends, if there was anything they wanted me to, to pray for mm-hmm. um, regarding them, and they said they wanted to find like husbands. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of looked at that and was like, "All right, I think I'm, instead I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna." Pray that you guys are properly prepared because once that guy comes along, exactly. yeah. you guys are ready for yeah, this Remy, uphill Remy. battle. Yeah. Remy and like, that's what I said. And they were like, yeah. Because, like, when some people really look at themselves, like, even me, like, now that I'm in a relationship, when I looked at myself before, I was like, I don't know if I'm even yeah. ready. Mm. Not because, like, oh, I just want to be doing whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I want to know I'm at a stage in my life where I can dedicate time and emotional space. So the, it, it's exhausting. It is. Dedicating emotional time. It can time. be. I think, no, I think also... It's the, work. People don't want to work. Yeah, that's Go ahead, though. What was you about to say? I was going to say pressures when it comes to marriage. Um, I think both within the Christian sector or whatever, or like in general, because a lot of people are now... Um, publicizing publicizing like relationships yeah on social media um and you know showing all the glitzy glam stuff of it right. which a lot of people are envying you know what i'm saying yeah and then um people just be like as soon as you get in a relationship people are just like oh what well, next you know marriage yeah. Yeah. not yeah. not talking about the work that y'all got to do during your dating stage you know what should be it's not it's it's always always talking about what i'll um, say for me, when I got into a relationship, I got into a relationship with that because I believed that I wanted to marry her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the case. You got to have so many followers saying, that's that's me. That should be, that's the, that's, that's, for me. if dating is, of course, to lead to marriage. Okay? Yeah. Right. Right. That's what right. the, that's what the foundation of dating and is. And that's contingent upon everything 
being aligned with what you feel like you can marry. Because obviously, if you're dating to marry, you get with that person because they've shown you enough at this stage right. that you guys can go to that next uh, portion of your life, next yeah. chapter. But right. if this next chapter that you guys have with each other, you guys are at each other's necks, you guys don't know how to love each other properly, mm-hmm. there's a lot of miscommunication. Don't then get married because of the pressure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's nah. understandable to choose someone and it not work out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it's I think, not uh, the end of the world. I think it's it's man, please don't let people pressure you, especially into please. into marriage because you know, or even into relationships. That's harder you know, than like everything. Yeah, you know, and, and you'll end up, you know, like kind of and people can subliminally pressure you to date a specific person because oh yeah y'all look real cute Bruh, or from yeah, their that's perspective. the worst that's from, why you from, never hear me saying nothing right from yeah. their perspective She's such a good girl everything fits you, you know love her right right oh, everything and i understand He's like nice if, <laughs> like okay and so I, is my mom and i understand i understand if like if you were with your guy or girl with your man's or your your female friends or whatever and you're like yeah i'm i'm interested in dating and then y'all are talking about potential people to kind of like either talk to or look at or investigate or whatever that's different you know but now trying to illustrate pressure by saying oh no y'all look cute it would definitely be whatever or it'd be lit if y'all two got together i think people who normally say that are the ones in relationships yeah bro and they just so people in relationships be bringing pressure too shout out to O, bro if he talks to me one more time about a ring about the elbow this guy it's just like bro that's the mr matchmaker yeah nah married people want more married friends i mean i i get it i get it but i also have to understand that everyone's desires are different even my boys like you know, some people want to get married at a later age. Some people don't want to get married. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like if you as a married man, just because your man's is single doesn't necessarily mean he won't want to get married. Or as a woman, just because your your lady friend or your friend is, you know, single doesn't mean she won't get married. So it's just like, Look, yeah, pressure, just leave him alone. Pressure but. is temporary. Yeah, The person you date or marry, that's a lifetime. And a lifetime. obviously, so like, we're all men here. So I don't want to neglect the fact that um, as far as what a woman faces, oh yeah, people, there's a biological there's a lot more yeah. pressure there. There's a lot more that Definitely. goes into it. Mothers will like put more pressure. Like a mom st- will step to her daughter, knowing that her the, the mother's marriage might have not worked out, but she'll still put yeah. these societal pressures on her daughter. Yeah. yeah, feeling like she needs to groom herself for a man. And I've seen it, especially with the like, African nah, community. You're not living and for a man. So I don't want to neglect the fact that pressure for us looks completely different than the Demo. pressure for yeah, a woman. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes that gets that gets into insecurity because the way society is framed is like the man chooses the woman. Yeah. And if no one's chose you in a while, you may think, oh, dang, right. what am I doing wrong? So yeah. let me change myself to cater to what men yeah. normally like. It's and tough it because, like, out. you know, on one side of it, it's like uh, we don't want to put pressure on ourselves, but then on the other side of it is like from the lady side, maybe they y'all need more pressure so y'all can start wife. I'm not pointing at nobody specific. <laughs> I'm saying know, like I know, but maybe because like, I I think Jackie yeah. Hill Perry put out like a um I think they put out a podcast on like Riley Christian Man ain't serious or something like that. Oh, and then it's always us. <laughs> I mean, it, it is though. though. Yeah, it, it we is. all in a relationship, it but it's like though. I think I think it's although 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 we stress that don't be pressurized, don't be pressured by peers when it comes to marriage and stuff. Mm. I think it is important to understand like um know when you are ready or when it is time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I because, think because oh, sorry. Because um like if if you're just not doing it just because like yo, I'm I'm I mean, you say you're not ready. A lot of people aren't ready, but there's you know, I 
10 times out of 10, a lot of people I talk to ask them if they're ready for marriage. They wasn't ready for marriage. Yeah. But there's other things that align that's like, okay, this is the proper timing. God has confirmed this. Yeah. And there's grace to go yeah. into this season. And I think that's... You need to step into that. But yeah. there, there, there is going to be... There's going to be a pushing, but the pushing mm-hmm. shouldn't be from culture, society. It should be from, from your own um, mentors, a, a spiritual authority, yeah. as well as God saying, okay, yeah. you need to stop playing. Go ahead and get that thing going. And I like what he said because I think although there's a time for like singleness and just not being yeah. with anyone, because um, I was talking to a friend and I was Genuinely telling him Genuinely not being with anyone. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Genuinely, and I think you should, you should always be cognizant of the fact that it, while there's no pressure, you should be prepared if you plan to get married at one point in your life Prepare. it should be a constant preparation like yeah if you're if you're a dude or a girl you shouldn't be moving to everybody if at one point in your life you're like i'm gonna just know. have one person because mm. you're just messing up all these relationships and lo and behold that person that you really want you know is best friends with somebody and, and it, oh, it just gets messy nice and then preparing yourself mentally and emotionally, spiritually, to now give yourself to somebody else. Yeah. And I yeah, think, because it's like- In an organized manner. Because it's like, we'll have a job. <laughs> we'll have a, people like go to uh, medical school and be in school for like 10 years because they're preparing to be a doctor because they said at one point, I want to be a doctor. Right. But if you are planning to get married for life, yeah. you should be preparing yourself just as hard as that because and- you'll be married- Longer than you'll be practicing, you'll be medicine. married longer than you've been single. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, God willing, depending on what you. Yeah. So, and and yeah. and I guess the last thing I'll say is, um, pretty dang, I lost it. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> All right, yeah, next nah, topic, Gabe. Nah, everybody. So yeah, I guess we can go around like six, like somebody wrote, um, to make six figures, jobs, you know, like, um, let's talk about that. It's all about money, bro. Finances, yeah, job bro. right after graduation. Ooh. First of all, a lot of people who put pressure on people to like get a job or have six figures or whatever, we're applying. People, <laughs> people are applying, bro. Yeah. It's just it's not it's not easy. Right, out I'm, here I'm gonna to tell get a job. I'm gonna tell everyone who feels pressured to do this. Once you get here, the grass is not that green, bro. Like mm. like once you get to a point where you're making a certain amount of money, you're just gonna be like, dang, I need more. I need more, yeah. and it's never gonna stop. Right. If you like, make it about the money, it's six figures is not. After taxes, after Uncle Sam has his way with you, <laughs> you're not you're not making that much bread. Mm. But so, you know, it sounds good to say. It sounds great. You know, I make a hundred k. Yeah, you know yeah. It's a societal thing. It's it like you see him established, especially as a guy, mm. where it's yeah. like, oh, he's a six figure dude. He's this. He's that. It's it, it's it's like a stat. I think, mm. I think it's it's important to instead of thinking about six figures, um, having like. And giving into the pressures of making a lot of money or buku money and all that type of stuff, I think rather than focusing on that, it's focusing on, of course, stewarding what yeah. you have right now, as well as while you're stewarding what you have right now, how can you, um, how do I, how should I put it? How can you look to further that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After you stewarded what you have, yeah. one thing I tell so you're people, talking about oh, six sorry. figures oh, while oh. you first of all you don't have a budget. Right, you don't you even. Are, you out here look, traveling. Hard, it's boy. people who like, make six figures who live check to check. Can you believe that? I can believe it. And yeah. It is. It's a thing. It's, you know what I'm saying? But thing. go ahead. Sorry, that's yeah. stewardship. Yeah, like it's it's stewardship. Like you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have <laughs> a budget. budget. Nope. You know, you um, you out here traveling on credit like Gabe yeah, always talking oh, about. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I did Let's that before. talk about it. And Sorry. I was making it intentionally to build credit or was it not? Like when I first got out of college. When I first got out of college. I made a decent, it wasn't six years, but I made a decent amount of money. And then right. I realized like, 
I, this money could be blown fast, right. boy. Yeah. Then I got to a point where I was living check to check, and I'm like, son, I don't need. I, I was like, wait, let me. You see that transition part. though? You said I was making bank, what? and then you said I was living check to check, and I was like, wait, hold on, how does this turn into this? That joint, it's just. It's, I think it's just yeah. about consistency, establishing a yeah, consistent, nah. yeah, uh, lifestyle in terms of the the disciplines that you have when it comes to money. That's going to carry on when mm. you get to the six figures. Mm. Remy was talking about this yesterday, where it said that millionaires are more likely to shop at Walmart with coupons yeah. or something mm. along. It was just that. It was this YouTube video I watched. It was like why rich people are cheap, and they basically said um, someone who makes over a hundred thousand dollars. Is like three times or five times more likely to use a coupon than someone who makes less than thirty five thousand. Yeah. But people who are broke don't know that. That's yeah. the sad part. You know they, what I'm saying? They just got it. They'll be, you know, and, and we hear all these. I hear a lot of stories about athletes who mm. drive like Toyotas. Everybody was kirking when Kendrick uh, oh, bought his sister, sister a Toyota. Toyota. What she need the Benz? And it's for? like, wait, she don't need a Lambo. What are you talking about? His, she needs to learn right. how to manage a car. And it's like, like how do people in the comments got the car note? On the same Toyota, like Man, what are we doing? Let me tell you, what are we doing? It's about the discipline. <laughs> I do. Right? You, you can't pray for yeah. the six figures when you can't even handle like thirty five. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? but then I mean, society will pressure you and yeah. tell you that it's good to make it's good to make these. No, it's good to have control over your money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's and I think something that you notice when you actually have a hold of your money yeah. is that you you have more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's a greater sense of satisfaction because you could look at everything in front of you. And I think I've seen just a lot of people afraid to kind of stare their money in the face. That's why they yeah. won't budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used right. to live a life, <laughs> bro, I used to live a life where I used to just show up and and and, and I would go to the store and I would swipe and if, they would be like, they'd be like, sir, they'd be like, sir, your, uh, your car to class said, thank you. Right. And I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> because, I didn't. I you didn't want to look at this guy walking in by in face. My head, like put his hat no, down. shit, bro. In my head, I, I wouldn't want to look at my type. my bank account, bro. I knew it wasn't H- much H- there. You know what I'm saying? Like, H and M, bro. Like, that's why. Legit, bro. I think, I it think was really bad. Facing the brutal facts is hard sometimes. Nah, now I, I look at my bank helps. account. I mean, I'm yeah. obsessive about me and Deb's bank account now. Like, I look at that joint. Yeah, every three times, two to three times a day. Yeah, every transactions be coming out randomly, bro. You got to make sure. Nah, on top of that, bro. Before we get off the subject that Moses brought up I think um, what I will tell people to do when it comes to like that six figures and make like the job when you're young like because we're all like in our 20s and whatnot but as early as possible I say figure out what you like to do right and no matter what that is it could be as like trivial as like playing video games if if you really like something 16 year old son if you really like something and you pursue it like a hundred percent and you put like three, four plus years in the making. Somebody you you might not be the best in the world, but you might be good enough to whatever you're doing where somebody will watch yeah. you do it. And we oh, live yeah. in a time where like you can always find a niche audience. Yeah. If you put something on Instagram, if you put something on YouTube, it could be something so dumb. So it'd yeah. be the dumbest stuff and on it can YouTube. Be, and you can find nine to five. It's okay to work a nine to five Yeah, job. that's another yeah. one. Yeah. Priorities to be yeah. an entrepreneur. And right. if you find a nine to five that you like, have... bro, and you got son, it's it's you have Wait, benefits. Before we get on this topic, before we get on topic. For the person who is setting those disciplines and, and living a life on a budget right now, but they're being discouraged by the people that are, you know, um, I don't say flexing, but like it's have credit, reached... y'all. It's credit. <laughs> don't believe I go say all that. See. But the people who are who are um, like living their life, they're already debt free. You know, they're able to spend on a lot more things while you're in this season. 
don't despise this season that you're in. Keep setting those disciplines. And over time, you're going to create traction and things. You're going to be living a life in your 30s that's going to be, in the 30s or 40s, that's going to be um, everything that you wish, yeah, wish for. And your 20s are still young. Your yeah. 20, yeah. The, I think Definitely. I think that's the issue. Is The issue is that a lot of, we've had a lot of early 20s millionaires. And so uh, we forgot that the 20s is the building phase of life. There was also yeah. another, uh, going back to the video that Moses brought up, they said, it was like a survey that interviewed like uh, self-made millionaires, mm-hmm. and it's uh, said that the majority, when they uh, put put the numbers together, it took most of them thirty-two years to become to get their first million. And that's true. And, uh, like they were all like the average age of the millionaire was like forty something, wow. but they were growing and building from like day one. Right. So yeah. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and this is just kind of like speaking on gratitude. Um, he was basically telling me how he's like ready to apply to another job. And meanwhile, this guy has worked at like two of like the, I guess, top two companies in the social media realm, right? Right. Um, mm. So I was basically telling him how it's just like right now, yeah, you may not like like your job. You may not necessarily like it, but it's like there's a reason why you're there and the Lord is trying yeah. to teach you something. So it can be like teaching you how to yeah. have crucial conversations with people. It could be yeah. teaching you how to lead a team. It could be, te- you know what I'm saying? There's so many different right. ways yeah. the Lord will use your job to teach you. And I was like, bro, you're learning at this opportunity. There are people working at Shoppers who are yeah. who are learning the principles the Lord wants them to, you know, yeah. learn at Shoppers or Burger yeah. King or McDonald's. Like you have the luxury of learning at a company that's prestige. That everybody you know looks saying? at like, Everyone, dang. you know what I'm saying? That people think it's tough. Yeah. So I'm just like kind of look at it that way. And also yeah, just like having gratitude. I'm going to read a quick scripture. I was reading Ecclesiastes and it says in Ecclesiastes 5, <laughs> 19, it says, as for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. So this hit me because it's just like, I'm always trying to focus on what's next, what's next, what's next, and not necessarily basking like in what's around me. Yeah. So for me, it's yeah. just like, yeah, like I literally used to like not know how I was going to feed my family based off what I do. Because I was mm. doing photography in 2011. This is before, before it became popular. Yeah. Every, all my friends, Remy was doing IT. You know, I had friends that were doing nursing. Everyone was doing like these concrete, you know what I'm saying? Like financial fields or whatever the case may be. And for me, it was just like, dog, I don't know how I'm going to feed my family off this stuff. But it's just like, I'm going to continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was passionate about it. Um, And, you know, it definitely paid off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And and I'm still striving for more, obviously. But I think it's just like kind of just having the gratitude of where you are. Because a lot of us don't like the amount of money that we're making right now or don't like the job that we're at right now. But it's just like be grateful for what you have in the moment because obviously the Lord has more for you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like at this current state of where you are, it's learning to look around at what you have and just be grateful. And I think everybody needs to realize that at one point in time, this job that you hate so much what you, you were geeked for. you were like damn so right. I got the job da, 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 da. and like now you're sitting here like bro what, what am I doing and I, wanna, sometimes... I, I hate life and it's like <laughs> at one point like you were like applying you sat there right. put on a suit interviewed was geeked when you got that offer letter and now it's like bro and sometimes when you feel like because a lot of times they feel like that and this kind of going into the entrepreneurial thing um, people wanted to quit their 9 to 5 and stuff like that Sometimes being in that position where sometimes it may feel stagnant and you're yeah. you're not um, where you want to be, that's uncomfortable. Right. And there's always something to learn in that uncomfortability. Like what Sam was saying, yeah. you could be learning how to how to um, how to carry yourself when you're in a position that you you know feel like you may be above or that you feel like may not be value as much or all, different types of things. It's it's still something that you can always learn yeah. in the space that you're in. And, and yeah, I feel like until right. you learn that. You know, quitting your nine to five. I mean, there's yeah. some situations where you know it's about that time you felt led to yeah. go ahead and do that. But most 
times is something for you to learn in that that will help you down the line when it is time for you to actually start that business or start whatever it may be. Because sometimes you end up quitting and you haven't learned the fundamentals that you need to learn yeah. to sustain your um you know entrepreneurial desires yeah. and now you quit your job you did your entrepreneurial thing and now you took an L in a yeah. year you know what I'm right. saying yeah. because and you I, don't know how to um, uh, just lead people in general right mm. and I think a big deal is like what I think when you face this pressure to have six figures or a phenomenal job that you can brag about or something yeah. like that I think you have to really look at are you making the most out of what you have right now mm. because Steward. if you're not yeah. do you deserve more mm. you know what I'm saying like people that's just the truth of the matter you know like if I want to take a next step, do I feel like I've exhausted? Right. Like, do I feel like I've squeezed the juice the, out of the where I am? Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like before I move to the next thing, you know, like there were times at some of my retail jobs where I literally <laughs> felt like it was weird Hell. though. I li- no, no, no. This, this is what I actually felt. <laughs> I actually felt like I've done everything I was supposed to do here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I was working said, at, I was, did you? You know, like, yeah. and and I felt, and I was boy, working at. Get behind his mop that floor, <laughs> neck boy. But but I was working <laughs> you at. Like, need to learn how to submit to authority, boy. No, that's no. That was some of the you know. And well, those you were cleaning the toilets at Target, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. Let me <laughs> <No, know>. <laughs> for real though. That's, uh, a, legit, that's, a, that's legit, a side boy. You know, but legit like. <laughs> I learned how to mop the Target. At Target, okay. bro. Yo. Dang carts. Oh, Anyways, but now so it's just literally you know like at some of my like I worked at H and M before. Mm. And I was able to kind of like exude the fact that I was living as a, a believer, that I was a believer there and I got to pray for people and stuff. It was cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and by the time I wanted to leave, I felt so much peace because of the fact that, um, because I felt like I had done what I was supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like as a person, right. work wise, you know, and it's just like, before you take your next step or say you want more salary, like have you done the most with the current salary that yeah. you had? You know, have you been storing it? And not saying like, oh, have you saved up a bunch of money? I hate the word save sometimes because people just think if you save a lot of money, that's you're doing good in life. You win. And you have debt. You know, it's weird. Anyways, Shut so, you, you know, it's... It's like you want a promotion. I think people are running away from responsibility. Right? Yeah, yeah, you want a promotion. Are, and that's the issue oh, because so many people have made money based on in this generation yeah. have made money on leisurely activity. Yeah. So now people don't want to like, do dang. do actual work. work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. like we have a we have a friend where he was he was like remote a lot at his job Bruh, and then they actually started boy. giving him work and he was like dang they didn't say no more, bro. He was on wait. <laughs> I got to work to get work. <laughs> he was like, dang. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Are you yeah. serious? I'm on my couch, like applying for 25 Brad, Meanwhile, you getting up and 25 going to work. jobs, right. T- 25 jobs a day, but you, yeah. you're you in the crib. You know, and yeah. that's my man. We've had this conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love you know you, what I'm bro. saying? Like, you, <laughs> you know who you are. All right. I love right. you. So, and we probably speaking to hundreds of people out there. No, nah, I mean, honestly. in all honesty, honestly. you know what I'm saying? It's just but like, yeah. okay, wow, you got all these benefits and stuff. Um, But then, you know, you actually, yeah. So it's just this whole thing about our generation of like, Making easy money, yeah. and it's yeah. like who told us money was going to be easy, right. you know, yeah. um, and things of that nature. Another, just, oh, you before we, we got it, like go to I'm a topic. So you want to say something? I was I was going to say one thing that a nine to five teaches you is like how to. 
be disciplined and how yeah. to do things within a certain yeah. time frame. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people want to be entrepreneurs, but if you hate the nine to five and you eventually want to employ somebody who's going to be working from nine to five, you need to know how to. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You have to know what they're going through. Mm. You have to embrace that's that joint because right, you're gonna want somebody to do that for you. Exactly. That's so good, bro. One Jeez. one topic that um, I got in the responses was like friendship and social lives. Yeah. So basically, um, by that, the pressure to have like a lit life on social. social like yeah. being at the, all the functions, Keep up with the keeping up with the Joneses. And that was like one of the pressures, like a lot of people may be putting the priori- priority to um, just have a lit life yeah. right mm-hmm. now. And, and one quote that I, I heard recently was, um, don't, live for a, uh, don't live for a good weekend, live for a good legacy. Mm-hmm. And um, what kind of stuck out to me, and it's so easy to get into the pressure like, dang, so-and-so is here at this function, so-and-so is there, blase, blase, and you at the crib. I mean, right. low-key, when I be thinking about it, I'm like, I'm at the crib. I saved on gas. I saved on... Bro, as soon as you get to that joint, as soon as you get to that joint, say hello to everybody you need to. It's not as like, lit as like, uh, I don't want to hear the swag Most surf again. Let me go home. <laughs> Unless you're close to the people. I think when you're, when you're tight with the people who are celebrating or whatever, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's an experience. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to just be at this function and be at this function. Yeah. So, you know, like, Most of the functions that people be posting aren't that lit, bro. Yeah. They're not as lit as what may seem. I've even seen that so like it depends on the function. It depends Somebody on the function. Really do be okay, lit, okay, you know okay. It depends <laughs> on the like country. You know what I'm saying? But you ever went to like say you ever went to like a live show or or so I went to like a TV recording of a show or something like that. Mm. On TV, you look at oh that joint's lit. That joint like oh that joint about to be fire. You go to the joint and then it's not as what you seem like the expectations versus the reality yeah. right. is mm. completely different. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. think I'm not saying this how everybody's how everybody's social media story when they're posting about whatever function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a possibility that joint might not be as lit as it seems. Yeah, it's it's sometimes hard to differentiate, but like Keeping up with the Joneses is really not all it's cracked up to be nah, because man. you you're you're spending your money and time to impress people that you really don't rock with. Right. And you'll yet. be tired, fatigued from yeah, so trying I mean, to. Once you built this persona, everyone expects this, and now you, you and just you have to keep out. it up. And, and nah, yeah, man, nah. just a wise man by the name of Dave Ramsey. <laughs> what does he say? The guys, Come he on. says, live like no one else now, so you can live like no one else later. Come on, mm-hmm. everyone trying to flex Jeez. for the gram. You know what I'm saying? Stunt. Look, man, sow your seeds. You know what I'm saying? Like, work work in silence. You got it. But if you don't, I mean, son. Because it's just like, although your life may be like extremely humble right now, but it's just like, you're at the end of the day, like, you're sowing those seeds that, you know, when you're in your 30s, if you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s, you'll be able to reap from everything that you're sowing now. So, yeah, Yeah. you may not be able to travel. Yeah, you may not be able to buy that car, whatever the case may be. But just understand that all the work that you're putting in now is going to pay off. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just sometimes you got to remind yourself, okay, when you're scrolling on Instagram, you do get hit with the dang, like, ooh. Nah, legit. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes you got to remind yourself why you're doing, why you're doing. And if you don't have a vision for what you're doing, then that's another conversation. Yeah. But it's like, if you have a vision for your life it makes it easier to to not be as depressed or discouraged because you're uh, you're you're understanding that i'm doing this for a particular reason you know what i'm saying so find things that you find enjoyment in 
Yeah. And don't do something because everybody else is doing it. Right. And then you're gonna get to you're gonna go there or get to that point and be like, damn, it's not as fun as I thought it'd be. Right. Shout out Kevin Durant. I don't right. know what there is in Greece to do that's fun. I just know people take fly pictures. <laughs> Santorini. Bruh. They be looking lit though. No. They don't be looking yeah, lit. Yeah, After you done nice taking your pics, yeah. it's hot and you just hungry. I'm still trying to go to Greece. But honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to like certain things like travel, like although I believe everyone should travel, I, I'm aware that maybe the means aren't there. So, mm-hmm. if you it's something that you really like to do, I say do it. Yeah, well, yeah. obviously do it. And, and be part money of, conscious. And part, uh, sorry, ahead. part of me and Remy's um, intense fellowship was regarding the fact <laughs> that, like, when I I realized we were talking, and I realized like, okay, when Remy maybe got a surplus of money or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. he would think about going to a location, right? Mm-hmm. Like he'd be like, all right, I can fake this is a trip or something like that. My mentality was more so like, oh, I'm trying to buy a new TV for the crib mm. or I'm trying to buy a Switch so mm. that I could be at home. And, you know, like my yeah. mind, I'm still a my trip. Switch though, boy. What yeah, you you're funny. About? But, <laughs> but you know, shout out to that salary. But, uh, but you know, like my mind goes to a completely different place. And, and yeah. when I was talking, I, I mean, I realized that, oh, money that I got for my birthday and et cetera, or like from taxes could have been spent on a trip. Mm, taxes. But, but me and Deb cared more about you know, re- redoing our wardrobes or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. That's yeah, what came to our mind right, right, first. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? So to... it's just the priorities there yeah. are just different. Like, we're yeah. not going to force, you know, and this is not saying this to anything, but it's like, okay, if this is the first thing we think about when we want to spend our money, yeah. then let it be that for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, oh man, I just seen six people in Thailand. Right. Nah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's now like, I feel like I got to go to Thailand. Right. What's, your, what's your motive? Wait, and then I come I come back from Thailand and I'm not, I'm not happy with my wardrobe. watching TV. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, Dang, I, I wish I would have bought clothes. This. Right, you know what I'm saying? TGT. Like, you know, so it's just like, oh, let me satisfy. You know, like yeah. priorities are different to different yeah. people. We're going we're gonna to continue that little conversation on another podcast because yeah. that's not the, the focal point <laughs> here. Basically, but, basically yeah. I think the thing is when it comes to trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you're doing something, ask yourself why you're doing it. If you're doing it because everybody sure else why. is doing it, then it's an L. Um, yeah. you're, you're falling into peer pressure. Do it because you find true enjoyment in it. If nobody else was posting about it, um, would you still do it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Let's do like two more. Two more. Another right, one we'll... I got was um, owning property and like investing in like yeah. houses. I've hey, seen man, that same. more That's recently, one of my pressures. More recently become a pressure because, but I feel like the people who do it aren't the ones doing the pressuring. Yeah. Interestingly mm, enough. Yeah. I don't know about that because I seen some Twitter posts where it's like people are like, I'm twenty, I just bought a house. It's not too hard, that. guys. I feel that. I've seen the not too hard. I've I've seen that not too hard thing. It's that's, not too hard. That's I, disgusting. I know it's me, not hard. I just not <laughs> there. Yet. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't need to do it right now. I want now. that huge mortgage you got just yet. I'm right. taking my time. Right. right. You know I think saying? the whole mortgage versus renting and buying a house, all that type of stuff, I think it's it is case by case in the sense yeah. of um, your financial means, of course, and your financial situation. Like, yeah. I don't think it's only finances, though, because I feel like this society, um, we're a bit more nomadic than like 20 years ago mm-hmm. yeah. in the sense that a lot of us want to move at freely. So right. back in the day, a lot of people would get the mortgage because they're like, they don't want to be anywhere but where they are. Right. But a lot of us here, wanna like in society, we want to be able to go to this state two yeah. years from now, go to that state two years from now. So that's why a lot of people rent so yeah. they can do that temporary thing. Yeah. Regardless of what their finances look like as yeah. opposed to own. Because yeah. if I plan on being 
in Maryland for thir- the next 30 years, my finances aren't really the priority here. It's like, since I plan on being here, I'll get a house because yeah. that's where I plan on staying. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And I think, I think um, even for me, I used to be anti-house house purchase because everybody was so high, high, pressed about buying a house to me. And I'm like, mm, well, it's going to put me in more discomfort than renting and stuff like this. But yes. then I started learning about how... Um, you know, buying a house builds wealth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because the value at the right is time, something. Son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you know, the value, value goes up, bro. And I know equity people, you gain. Yeah, and but people don't, you know, know that son. it's kind of like tenant windows, right? So people be saying mm. they want tenant windows because they man's got tenant windows or something like that, not knowing that tenant w- windows are actually used for. Um, so the heat, the heat doesn't as much heat doesn't get yeah. into your car. And right. stuff. That joint is just graceful, you know. I right. be driving, bruh. And then people, but people relate. want tinted windows because it looks cool. You know what I'm saying? As yeah, opposed yeah. to actually wanting tinted windows for the for actual the function of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of people want houses because they feel like that's the next step in adulthood. Yeah, yeah. it's the American nah, dream. Meanwhile, bro. you still you have that. endless debt on your car and on your yeah. student loans and on your that's why timing timing is perfect and you timing need to is re- key owning a house is like it's it's a it can become a huge liability if you don't yeah. know what you're doing yeah. meanwhile you bought a crib put the key up on the Instagram and then you can't even <laughs> that's the newest flex bro yeah I mean, you got your mortgage but you forget about all the fees that come with it you forget Son. all about the maintenance property that taxes. comes with it property taxes yeah. Jesus. Now you, you, can't drowning. Call, you can't call maintenance when that toilet blow up you drowning you gotta ain't no rental office you drowning right. in your student debt you drowning in your car note and now you got your mortgage and now your, your washer broke and I was talking swim. to a friend and about now you that. broke <laughs> life's just hurting I was talking to a friend about that because they basically friended in the sense of when you get when you add something else like a car note it's it's another bill as long as you can take care of this bill comfortably uh, but i don't look at just the note because it's like you're still paying interest yeah. you're still going to end up paying for that whole people thing people forget about and interest and if, if i think a lot of people have adopted the debt lifestyle where it's yeah. like if i can just take care of all my monthly expenses i'm good i'm good mm-hmm. but it's wow. like stuff happens rainy days but you happen. can get rid of your monthly expenses yeah you and can decrease it, your monthly downsize load. yeah and then that'll maximize everything yeah. else. Let's People say you don't. let's say you pay off your car before you go and buy a house, right? You know what I'm saying? That's another, you know, depending on how much you pay, two, yeah, three, two four hundred. If you pay a five hundred for your car, no, I don't know. But you know, two, three, four hundred, you know what I'm saying, like off your plate monthly. Right. That's flex room. So now right. you're talking about paying, let's say you're talking about paying seventeen, eighteen hundred for a mortgage. But if you have an extra five hundred that you're paying for your car note, if you wait to pay off your car note before you go get that mortgage, then you have an extra five hundred that can go into your mortgage, yeah. and then you have right. more flexibility to do what you want as far as that five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's say you get rid of your student loans and your car note before you go and buy a house, right? And then you, you put rich. all that house right. money that exactly. you want to spend <laughs> as far as the flexible. Let's say okay, let's say you want to get a house because that eighteen hundred is available in your budget, <laughs> but if you take that eighteen hundred and pay into your car and your student loans for X amount of years, two yeah. three years. Lord have mercy, you would get rid of both those things and then comfortably able to have your mortgage and then be able to do whatever the yeah, hell you want. Look, it's just somebody listening. Y'all need to go ahead and turn that car in before <laughs> the value flips on you. Look, man, <laughs> now yeah. you stuck. Pay off Sally, Sally made, man. Yeah, man. Sally Some of y'all been yeah. ignoring them emails. Look, just, just right. pay. And now they hit your credit. Sally yeah, years ago, years ago, it didn't, me. it didn't, um, Education loans didn't crush your credit. I think it was you that told me this. It bro. wasn't me. I, I know. Who, I know who told us. Who? I know who told us it. We're not gonna put the. I'm name not gonna put there. it on there. But but <laughs> things have changed. Crazy. Hey Hope, how you doing? <laughs> 
but but things have changed. Yeah, she gotta where, make like, her intro. And, and did you know like education loans are the only ones you can't file bank- bankruptcy yeah, on? Yeah, they stick with you forever. Like, bro. Boy, you got that degree yeah, no matter bro. what. Like, right. So that's that goes they to go away when you too, die, like, though. Bro. Yeah. They don't go away. They go to your kids. No, they, they do nah, for it. I don't, nah, I, don't think I, don't the, I don't think so, bro. If somebody fact check that because we're not about to. Yeah, yeah, people be saying that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, that's I don't think heard, they can even do that, bro. I would hope Wait. not. Anyways, <laughs> one so, thing I got, oh. we you trying to do. I was going to say one more. Yeah, one more theme that I kept saying, like reoccurring, was like finding a niche or like a, a certain skill. Like, yeah. you see how mm-hmm. a lot of these like artists at the age of 15 know that I want to do be music, I want to act, I want to be here. And then it's like you feel so behind because. You see, like you just trying like to a little fifteen year old have a concert at the Fillmore. Saw that right now, he's lit. That's <laughs> hey, what, yo. shout out, young Manny, Sheesh. bro. Let me show me, let me, me show me that video. I was like, dang, what he had his own concert. This guy, this guy, or this guy, he opened up. It was his own. It was his, it was his own. That yeah. that one was his own. Yeah. This guy like, Moses saw that yeah, and like, bro. What am I but doing then you think life? about a lot of people. A lot of people don't get successful in what they're doing in their craft until late twenties. Like Jay Z didn't drop his first project till 26, 27. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why he's a billionaire. You know, that's why it's important to Jesus. like, bruh. That's he's, why he's enjoying. I mean, we yeah. see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So because a lot of people are trying to find this stuff without finding their identity first. You right. Know what I'm saying? It's right. like, bruh, figure out who you are first, and then from there you find everything else that you is your niche. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where that numbers thing that we were talking about last week, where twenties is your time to find your identity, deal with behavioral dish issues. Yeah. After you Clean do up that, your life, man. Yeah, everything else flows for self. Meanwhile, you don't even know who you are. So you're by the time you get sing, your family you in your thirties, yeah. you're not a dysfunctional father. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or mother or mm. you know Come like on, bro. this man you preaching now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> no, but legit you the people that mm. you you'll be able to like add that you'll be able to add to your life and, and things of that nature, like when you have a family in your thirties or late twenties or whatever, if you've done your early 20s to trying to kind of, you know, figure out who you are and your desires and your character and all this stuff instead of pursuing the bag and, yeah. you know, things that can be bought by the bag and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That And it's cool to give your children money, but what's better is to give them a stable father yeah, or, yeah. or you know, mother. Or give them or, foundation. Yeah, or give yeah. your friends, you know, like, or put the right people around you because you know who you are. Look, mm. I'm trying to tell you, $1,000 for your kid is not going to replace you showing up to like their basketball games. Yeah. Hey, man. Or you having talks with them appropriately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know, like, or you showing them the, the... It's not just beat your child and go to right. work. Or you, showing them, or you showing them you the actual hard work. You can talk to your kids about the process if yeah. you're not trying to shortcut steps. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or talk to them about how you find your identity in Christ and through that everything else flows yeah. and the reason why you're where you're at today yeah. is because of God's grace yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. teaching them what's that quote like teach a man or give a man a fish, fish. who eat for a day teach, give, teach him how to fish, fish. yeah so like you know mm. God is a, is a fisherman of men of yeah. course and you know I don't know where I'm going with this but <laughs> <laughs> so going, going back to the, the niche thing I see a lot of people um, feel like if they don't have one of these like super cool, you can put this on Instagram type skill set. They don't think that they're that. valuable or something. That's why some of these barber prices and with, is what and they when, are. When Instagram shut down, people be and shocked. When looking at social media, if you look at social media too much, you'll think this is the only thing that nah, you can be good at. Right. When people are on the low making all these businesses for just crap that In you really have no my friend, idea. One of my friends is a, is a landscaper. He cuts grass. Make six figures. I'm not talking about ones. I'm talking about twos. Bruh. Six figures. You can't Bruh. really put that on Instagram. Like, so pretty, I mean, soon, pretty soon, soon we're gonna get to a point where like having a trade, like 
being a plumber because everyone's like in like tech, but like having those we're hard already, skills. We're already there, bro. <laughs> no plumbers, uh, people who do the uh, what do you call it, blue collar or blue collar jobs, blue collar like jobs like electrician. Mm-hmm. All these people who Roofer. do HVAC and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I used to be like HVAC. What you get HVAC certified? You doing? Yeah. No, these people are making money because yeah. these a, these uh, labor labor oriented skills. People yeah. don't want to. You know do. what I'm saying. Right, and you know, mind you, you did, you need those things in actual real life. Because it's like if I'm a plumber and if you don't want to pay me, house. it's like either have a blown up toilet or ask somebody or figure out how to do Stamp. it, Damn, so I can charge you with a problem. That's why I'm learning how to yeah. work on my you whip. Be successful hey. in America, you need to make a make a business that capitalizes off people's laziness. Right? Oh, yeah, Stamp. because Americans are lazy. <laughs> and wait, wait, I'm American. You know, what I'm saying we're, we're all Americans. Too, we're all lazy in our own way. You know, just because we we have so many luxuries, it. It like influences us to be lazy, right, but I right. do think too much looking at other people, too much social media will make you feel like you like things that you really don't. Yeah. Just because you don't, you might not necessarily like that actual thing, yeah. but just the attention that it garners. Yeah, I had a revelation good. in the shower one morning. Revelation in okay. the shower. Shower thoughts. Yeah. Hot shower. Shower thoughts. Dude. Shower thoughts. Shower Maybe that's chance. what we should call it. Hot shower, shower moments. Shower thoughts. So shower, shower thought number one. So basically, it was just like if you don't love yourself. Instagram is is not necessarily a place for you. No. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, wow. Like, do I love? I, I question like, do I really love myself? And if I do, yeah. then it's just like, why am I allowing social media to affect me in this way? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're someone that's insecure, just don't go on. If, if, if you know you drop a pic and yeah. that joint gets like 50 likes and you're used to like 400, yeah. Like if if you know you're insecure in a mar- in a particular area that social media may bring more to your attention it's just like it's, it's okay to follow. change who you follow yeah. or it's okay to take a break off social media i think yeah. nowadays yeah. it's just it's like just, it's people it's people don't want to take a break from, yeah, nah. from social media and, they feel like they have to people, check it every day it's people that i unfollow purposely because of the fact that you know i just it's like when i see their thing i don't feel a good thing so i follow a lot of creatives because i like mm. what they do you know mm. and it motivates me mm. i won't follow if people seemingly flex in a lot of their captions i'm not mm. following you yeah mm. It's not. I'll and it's no shade to the person. But it's like, you know, we still friends. It's no shade to the person, but it's like you can't necessarily handle last, the content yeah, that they're bringing. Yeah. Last thing I'm going to say when it comes to that is would your life look the same if there was no social media? Meaning, would you still live your life in the same way? For the um, same thing? Would you still go things. to the gym if you couldn't check in? Exactly. You, know, would you still travel if you can't, you know, post a little right. a little airplane pic with the guy that booked him busy? <laughs> would you still would you still travel? You know what I'm saying? Would you right. would you do all the things you're doing right now continually if social media vanished? Even if they take away likes, cause that that's what they're planning on doing. Yeah, will you still post the things you're gonna post if no one can see the amount of likes you have on it? Because mm-hmm. Instagram is in the works yeah. of taking away likes. So I wonder if they're actually gonna do that. It's gonna be interesting. I realize I post less pictures of myself because I used to post pictures of myself in order to feel that affirmation. Yeah, yeah but I get it true. adequately now in life. So mm-hmm. you know, life getting things from no, the actual child. No you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Now there's no need. That's me yeah. though. You know, like that was just my my. That's my yeah. Anyways, to wrap it up, True I'm gonna say the things that we should prioritize in our twenties. <laughs> All right. Back basically, basically, we're tying into Get three back. things: financially, emotionally, and physically. Uh, financially, I'll say just thinking about the legacy that you want to live, the legacy that you right. want to have, the life you want to have when you're in your 30s and 40s, and applying that now. Yeah. Um, emotionally, you know, a lot of this is found in your identity in Christ. You know, what I'm saying your emotional stability, um, knowing your value, yourself. exploring yourself, all that. Yeah. Find it through. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of course. Yeah. No, um, and one one thing with like the emotional piece, like I think 
a lot of us are afraid of conflict. Like mm-hmm. I've been having conversations. Like the reason why I appreciate Gabe is because I can have a conversation. We can both like disagree like heavily, right. and we'll, if we feel a way, we'll say it. Right. And I think a lot of people I've had conversations with certain people who don't like conflict, mm-hmm. and they think that everything has to be an argument because you don't agree. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just yeah. telling you how I feel, right. and I would hope yeah. that you tell and me how different. you feel. Yeah, and that causes because we're we think that a disagreement means automatic conflict. We're afraid to explore when I don't like when this person says this or I do like when this person says this. So it's harder for us to love each other because we don't know how we feel. And I I was talking to a friend I didn't speak to in a while and then I said like, like she just didn't like something I did. Then I explained to her, I apologize. I didn't know I was doing that ABC. This is how you may have felt. And then she's like, oh wow, you like matured. I'm just like, nah, like I just understand that people have feelings and if you don't cater to them, then friendship is really hard and relationship is really hard to do. And talking out and sitting down when something irks you or something bothers you or something makes you happy Mm. and understanding yourself more because we're in our 20s. We don't want to get to our 30s and we can't have a conversation with somebody and be like, Bro, oh, we're babies. toxic. I don't want to talk to them because not they're fake marriage, or shit. Kids, That's friends, not good. You're isolated. All, but yeah, deal with that. Yeah. And then last thing, physically. Take care of your body. Please. You know what I'm saying? Check in. Use your, use in. your insurance, man. Yeah. Use your insurance. I not use that anymore. Use your membership. Yeah. Go, go wherever you can. Use all that. You know what I'm saying? Prioritize those things. Don't prioritize what... Society is telling you you should yeah. be focused on. Yeah, man. Um, I'm like seriously, go to the dark. I, I also had another conversation right. with a friend, and like his uh <laughs> his mother in law, right? She had cancer, but wow. they caught it very very early. Oh, dope. And she he's saying like if they had waited like just a bit longer, it could have went from like life and death to like this is madness, but right. we can handle Jeez. this. And a lot of people are doing this because they think oh that's old people stuff. Right, but son, we're tw- in our twenties, nah. bro. We aching a little bit more than we yeah, was at the bro. Just me. I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, we getting older. Please. I couldn't keep up at the basketball court with a 15-year-old, bro. I mean, nah, you were yeah, you, you lost that battle, bro. I, I lost. You gonna have to have skills. Like, 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 yeah, like that would be more tired, about skill bro. than energy. Yeah. After 15 minutes. Take oh, care. Like, I was playing a game of 11 to, with somebody. Bro. I was killing it up to five. five. <laughs> and I played no defense and got dog. Stop. Anyways. Take care of those things. Mind your business. Mind your business. You know, shout out to Randy's quote. Mind your business. Mind your business. And keep it moving. But anyways, that was a little, uh, this was just like a little ramble conversation. Hour and a half for y'all. A lot of it um, touched you guys. If you're here this long, we appreciate you as always. Right. Oh man, yeah. And if we take like two, three weeks to deliver another pod, just listen to this one again. It's long enough. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. You know, break it up. Segment. Yeah. Like a mug. Part one, part two, like a mug. Mm-hmm. On your way to work and on the way home. Like a mug. Like Anyways, a mug. this is the Greater Podcast. Another episode down, and we are out. Peace. Adios, amigos. Gang.